Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Priority Status. This is Amy Ogden. I'm the Senior Vice President of Brand at J Public Relations, and we are thrilled to have you with us for um, just yet another episode of talking about all things travel and lifestyle. And, you know, I'm really, really excited for today's episode. I have a very special guest with me, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think this is one of the most meaningful episodes that we are recording to date. Um, So please tune in, listen in. And if this topic is important to you, share this with a friend. It's very easy on the podcast app. If you click those three little dots, you can choose the share button. You can literally text this to a friend. So if you know of someone who's passionate about our topic, um, hit those three dots, text it to them. So you gotta give this a listen. Um, My guest today is Ben Pendle. Ben is the Vice President of Brand Experience for Edition Hotels. He's also the founder and editor-in-chief of A Hotel Life. Um, And over the last year, Ben has been spearheading the Stay Plastic Free campaign. This campaign aims to remove single-use plastic from the hotel industry. And that's why I think today's episode is so meaningful. Yes, we're going to talk a little bit about travel. And yes, you're going to get to hear a little bit about Ben's story and how he became the leader in hospitality and lifestyle that he is today. But more importantly, you're, you're going to learn a lot about the impact of single-use plastic on our environment, on our oceans, on our marine life, um, and on the planet that we all live in and call home that is irreplaceable. So again, I think this is a really meaningful topic. I'm thrilled to have Ben here. This is a big win for us, and we're just honored to have him in our house and recording with us today. And so, um, so Ben, hi. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thanks very much for the great introduction. Thanks for having me. We're thrilled to have you here. And um, before we talk about what we're really here to talk about all day, I would love for our listeners to know a little bit about who you are and your background and how you ended up where you are today in the hospitality, travel, and lifestyle spaces. Yes, certainly. Um, Again, good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, Hospitality, it's it's kind of in my my blood. It it, It was all a big accident a happy accident um i took a gap year when i was uh, 18 between my a levels uh in london and uh going to university and i started working as a barback and a bartender at the groucho club at london's infamous groucho club and i loved it so much that i um ended up not going to university and continued working as a as a as a bartender as a restaurant manager um and uh, kind of worked my way through the industry in, in London and then New York. Uh, Amy Sacco, the um, nightlife impresario behind uh, Lot 61 and Bungalow 8, invited me to New York to work at Lot 61, and <clears throat> which I did for a year before starting my journey with Ian Schrager. Um, in 1999 and to this day still working with Ian on various projects uh, edition being my main focus fantastic and anyone in the travel industry and even not in the travel industry when you say the name Ian Schrager they all go oh yeah <laughs> it's great um, that's great yeah you've you've got such a cool story of how you how you developed your place and your space in hospitality edition specifically has just been 
I think, such a change maker and really a pace setter when it comes to travel, hotels, hospitality, and lifestyle. And um, so it just makes sense that you're there and part of that with Ian and the team. Um, so we started this by talking about the Stay Plastic Free campaign. Can you kind of take me back to sort of the seeds of this campaign and how you became so passionate and involved in it? Yes, yeah, certainly. I think I've enjoyed a really uh, fun career. Uh, my title is Vice President of Brand Experience, so my job is to translate Ian's vision into uh, a lot of the hotels and the, and the brand. And there's only so much you can do, I believe, without then coming to a point in your career where you have to do something with purpose, where you have to give back, where you have to uh, have a little awareness, a little consciousness, and and do something that can make a difference. You know, my my day-to-day -day life consists of th throwing parties for Leonardo DiCaprio, or uh, you know, having Drake performing on the beach in Miami, or big fashion parties in, in, in um, uh, London. And it all sounds very glamorous, and it is to a certain degree. Um, but I, a few years ago, changed a few things in my life, took a slightly different path, and, uh, uh, and was trying to figure out what it is in my life that I could do that would really make an impact. And though it might sound very cliched, I got back from Burning Man uh, last year and decided that I was actually in a perfect position to affect some real change in the industry. Did something specific happen at Burning Man, or was it just more the holistic experience oh, and the people you met? At Burning Man. Oh, that's right. Okay, Man. Let's, that's a different different topic for a different podcast. Different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but w was there a was there a change moment or? Not necessarily. I'm sure. You know, those who are fans of the, the, the travel and hospitality industry are familiar with Chip Connolly. Chip Connolly has become a bit of a mentor to me. And sure. he... And uh, Chip Connolly from Airbnb. Chip Connolly from Airbnb, yeah. formerly of Joie de Vivre Hotels. Right. You know, at the same time, Ian uh, created the boutique hotel industry. Chip was uh, renovating motels in, in San Francisco and turning them into, in, into a very cool new uh, hospitality projects. And so Chip then, from Airbnb, uh, has kind of become, he's on the board of Burning Man, has kind of become a, a, a mentor to me. And um, I was looking at ways in which I could focus my attention on something with a little more purpose. And he said, well, what do you care about? And I care greatly about the environment. I uh, am, as you can tell, I'm British, but I've lived in New York and the States for for 20 years and, and there's such a, uh, a noticeable consumer uh, um, uh, mentality in, this, in the States. And I just see all this waste all the time and, and it just, uh, and it, all of a sudden it clicked. I said, I, you know, I'm in the hotel industry at a certain level and, and uh, I noticed how much plastic we were, we were consuming, generating in the hotels and decided it was time to do something about it. And then I thought, well, if I was gonna do something about it, why can't we influence and inspire other hotels and the hotel companies to do the same? So we set off, uh, set about um, looking for some plastic alternative vendors and 
doing a few kind of training uh, training sessions with the with the staff on property, and we came up with this idea of uh, stay plastic free, um, and with the hope that people eventually would want to stay in a hotel that was plastic free. People will make their choices, whether it's fashion or hospitality, based on impact. Absolutely. And so we kind of launched Stay Plastic Free before we really knew the challenges uh, that were going to be ahead of us, but got really excited about it. So we switched out all uh, the back of house staff drinking water for water fountains, and we bought every single member of staff that worked for Edition Worldwide a stainless steel reusable uh, Edition branded water bottle that had Stay Plastic Free. Uh, logo on it and the momentum that that built internally and the pride that that generated was phenomenal so all of a sudden we had a thousand new uh, ambassadors for, for the campaign um, we banned the straw immediately so now if you come to any of our bars or restaurants uh, you won't be given a straw but instead if and if you ask for one you'll be given a paper straw um, plastic water bottles are a thing of the past. Uh, we've partnered with Just Water, which is Tetra Pak. Uh, in London, we're using canned water. And we are looking at solutions for uh, the bathroom amenities. We've switched the coffee cup lids from plastic to a hard uh, um, compressed card. And what else are we doing? And uh, and keyless entry, so no more plastic. Uh, oh yeah, those plastic key cards yeah, that we all use, cards. right? So that's not yet in place, but that's that's happening soon. But that's not where we're stopping. We are creating a campaign committee of uh, like-minded hoteliers and a uh, making a film, making a film about the impact of uh, single-use plastics from the hotel industry on the environment. And we've got great people involved in that. I'm just trying to find some time to, to actually make it. We've got the funding, we've got the production company, we've got the director, we've got some of our celebrity friends who have agreed to be in it, but we just don't have the time right now. We're in the middle of opening a lot of hotels. You so, sure uh, are. Well, but you're there? already making a big impact. When did you, <laughs> when did the Stay Plastic Free movement officially start? Like what was sort of like D-Day on, okay, no more plastic straws, you know, wh when was that? Uh, official, official, official was Earth, Earth Day this year, which okay. was April 22nd. So we did a big event in at the Miami Beach edition um, following a beach cleanup, of awesome. course, uh, and uh, launched it on April 22nd. That's great. That's great. And I, so I was doing some, you know, homework before this. It looks like this year you should be 90% plastic free and by next year 100%. Is yeah. that the goal? So we've... We've opened the, the Shanghai edition, the Barcelona edition, and the Bodrum edition this year. In the new hotels, it's actually easier to to be single-use plastic-free from from day one. Right. No plastic in the mini bars, no straws, no plastic cups, um, uh, etc. It's the it's the existing hotels that we 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 have a couple of challenges with, but we're we're working through them, and and I'm pretty confident that by next year we'll we'll be 90% single-use plastic-free. 
That's great. So we've talked about the what. This is what we're doing. But talk to me about the why. What is the environmental impact on consumers using single-use plastic, cups, straws, lids, water bottles? It's really bad for our health. It's really bad for marine life. It's really bad for, 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 for ourselves. Those The plastic will... If you consider that 70% of plastic used on Earth will end up in the ocean. Why the ocean? I think a lot of people just assume if you throw away something plastic, it ends up in a landfill and it does what landfills do. What is, why the ocean? There's too, mu- there's too much. The, okay. There's too much for landfills. So it's put in these huge plastic deposits in the ocean and broken down into microplastics, which some would say become carcinogenic and then get back into the food system. And uh, it causes all sorts of health problems with us and and it's not necessarily about what we can do for this generation it's about future generations that we've got to uh, that we've got to consider absolutely and change has to start somewhere it has to start right? now it has yeah. to start now yeah big revolutions rarely happen overnight they tend to happen with with small changes that happen every day and then suddenly everyone will say well that happened fast and it's like well no it really did it we you know we first we banned plastic straws then cups then lids you know and and um, by the time it hits the masses, usually they, they seem to think it's just been one overnight shift. I right. know there have been a lot of stories in the news lately about hotels banning plastic. And, um, and they've been getting, you know, I, I, I've seen really positive feedback. I think we're seeing consumers and travelers, but I mean, consumers in general, like you just said, they want to be a part of and support and wear and use and stay at brands that are not only amazing brands and places that they would want to stay or clothes they would want to wear, but that are also contributing to the world in some bigger way than just um, being used and disposed of. Absolutely. I think we're living in a time when kindness and consideration and consciousness is actually cool. And I think it's the first first time that that's really been, uh, been at the forefront of, 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 of people's agenda. So it's, a, it's, it's an exciting time, but yes, I've seen a lot of hotel companies, travel companies banning straws. Straws comprise of 4% of the world's plastic uh, pollution. It's scratching the surface. Water bottles are next. Gotta, gotta, gotta work on that. Okay. You know, I stayed in a hotel in Shanghai recently, before we'd opened the Shanghai edition. Uh, and there were 11 plastic water bottles in my room between the bathroom, the little living area and desk, and the bedroom. 11 plastic water bottles in one room. That's one room, one day of that one hotel. Room, one so day. So do the math. So what did I do? Did you return them all to the front desk? Of and course. Say I'm not using these? Of Good. course. I, I so I called so. down to the front desk and I said, please remove... Uh, all the plastic water bottles from my room and could you please bring me a jug of filtered water? The next day, all the water bottles had been replaced. (laughs) So I called down again, please remove all the plastic water bottles from my room and you have to do it and I encourage everybody to to lead by example. So refuse the straw, call down to the um, front desk whenever you're staying in a hotel and ask them to remove the plastic water bottles. They'll get the message. If enough people do it, if there's enough social pressure, you know, things will change. Um, the same thing on planes. We're, in the, we're talking about travel. We're talking about hospitality. 
Refu do you really need that bottle of water on a plane? Do you really need it? Are you going to be okay until you get to your next destination? You probably are. So refuse that water bottle. Yeah. Lead by example. Bring your own refillable. I've seen now in the airports where they have those yes. water refill yeah. stations. And I love how they have that number on it that says, you know, number of plastic bottles not used because of this. That's, I always think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, it's... It's interesting, right? I think as consumers, when we're traveling or at home or work or just going through our daily lives, we we think, well, it's just one straw or I just need a, I need a bottle of water. I don't have time to like go get my swell bottle and then find a place and fill it up. And and um, but first of all, if that becomes just how you do things, then that plastic bottle of water, that you know, cup or straw or package just feels almost awkward to you to use. You're like, well, I just don't use those. But then if we all make a tiny change cumulatively, that does make a difference. And it's a habit as well. So we've been trained over the years through our lives that we use straws and we carry plastic bags and we do these things. So it's, it's not unlike smoking or drinking or any other habit that you want to kick you've got to do the 21 days and yeah. you've got to go you've got to you got to break up with plastic you know stay plastic you've got to stay plastic free for 21 days and break the habit and it's not easy it's no. really not easy it's not easy but it's doable different topic but i i'm at 21 days of coffee free right now and if you had told me 21 days ago you will get up in the morning and not have a cup of coffee i would have thought you were off your rocker and yeah. I'm blown away that 21 days later, it doesn't even cross my mind to drink that cup of coffee. And so it truly, the most ingrained habits, you're looking at me 21 days later, and it, it truly is just like, you just, it's just not what you do. So we can do this. Interestingly, one of the things we uh, teach at addition hotels is to give our colleagues and peers candid feedback. And so I've started doing that with my friends with regards to plastic. And if How's I that see going? Them, you know, I get mixed reactions. <laughs> get sure. mixed reactions. Some people tell me to do one. And, uh, you know, uh, but I get mixed reactions. But a lot of people are very, uh, uh, are very grateful that they've been kind of given a little guidance maybe. So Absolutely. I think it's very important that we do say, hey, do you really need that straw? Do you really need that bottle of water? Or you know, just a you know, little, little encouragement. Sure. But I think it, it's very true. The, the, the first thing we need to do is take a look at ourselves and, and how our patterns impact uh, the environment. Uh, and that's how Stay Plastic Free started. I took one hotel, I took the London edition uh, as, a, as a kind of case study. And I noticed that... Um, we, we, we looked at the beginning of the year, and in 2017, we used 67,000 plastic bottles back of house. That's just for staff. We, that's not even for guests. That's not even for guests. 67,000 67, plastic bottles the for the staff. In one year. In one year staff. in London. Yeah. 120,000 plastic bottles for guests. And we didn't even have plastic bottles in the minibars. This okay. was mainly turned down water and amenity water. Now, that's crazy. That's over 200,000 plastic bottles a year. So we're not talking about straws or coffee cups or key cards or, or, or Just shampoo the bottles. bottles. Just plastic water bottles. Then we looked at straws. 500,000 straws a year at the London edition. So 
if you break that down, that's 1,369 straws a day that, that are used. Now, if those straws were lined up, that's, that's 63 miles of straws. That's further than the distance from London to Brighton or more than 10 times around Central Park. One hotel. Wow. One hotel. And that really shocked me. Yeah. Um, so when, when, when I kind of put it like that and, and I present that to people who work with us, um, it's very impactful and people immediately make a change. Wow. It, it really is. That kind of goes back to that. Like you think it's one little thing. Well, it's just one straw. Said, or it's just said eight, one. Said eight billion people a, yeah. uh, you know, a day. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think this has been fascinating. I think the the main takeaway I'm taking away is if, if the listeners could do one thing today, it would be don't use plastic water bottles. If you could just pick one thing to do I today. I would, yes, absolutely. That's like, that sounds like, yeah. you know, we I hate to say we all use them. Many of us use them. And so just make that commitment to use reusable or... A glass, you know, an actual glass or something, mm-hmm. um, as a starting point. Refuse the straws. Refuse the when straw you're out and change your habits. Try and try and you know very consciously try and break break up with plastic. Absolutely. One of my coworkers, she came in this morning, knowing you were coming in, and what our topic was. She's a mom, and she said just uh, this week she bought metal straws for her family. And she said, you know, I've got kids. She goes, you think you go through plastic? She goes, have kids. You just, everything is just disposable and quick. And so um, she's really excited to try to make that change at home that feels like a meaningful change. So I do think this is catching on, but I don't want it to feel trendy or popular. No, it's necessary. Um, we have a responsibility. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. And I... I have a feeling this is going to be like a lot of things where we look back and go, I can't believe we all used to do that. Exactly. You know, um, and one day we'll look back and go, oh my gosh, you guys remember when we, we all just walked around with plastic bottles and drank plastic straws? It'll almost, it'll just feel ridiculous. Um, well, this is great. This is, like I said, this is really meaningful. It's important. This impacts our world, our oceans, us, our health, um, the sea life, the wildlife. I mean, it. And future generations. It impacts everything, yeah. And so um, thank you for your time today. Thank you, Emmy. Thank you so much for having me. No, it was our pleasure as well. And for our listeners, if you want to learn more, please visit www.stayplasticfree.com. Um, also, we didn't really talk a lot about this, but please visit ahotellife.com. It's Ben's travel site where he has some of the coolest people around the world review hotels. These are honest reviews, you guys. This isn't, you know, um, like I work in travel PR. We can't get them to review a hotel because these are that honest. Like this is purely just like these are his, you know, his networks, his people. These are these are the yous who are traveling who are like, okay, here's what you need to know, you know. Um, here's what I loved about the hotel. Here were a couple things that, you know, may not work. It, it's just a great, really authentic site where um, I, I just, I really think everyone listening, like check out a hotel life, sign up for their newsletter. It's a really, really good one as well. Um, and next time you are in any of the cities around the world where there is an addition hotel, which are, what cities? Miami, New York, London, Sanya in China. Shanghai, Barcelona, and Bodrum. And then we're opening Abu Dhabi, Times Square, 
Bangkok and West Hollywood in the next uh, next year. Wow. No wonder you're busy yeah. and trying to do this movie on the side. Um, well, I have no doubt that that the the documentary will also happen you're too passionate about it you've got a great group around you behind it so excited to see that when it comes out um and again thank you for your time and everyone as always thank you for listening and travel elevated